This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Chapel International, a united denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Welcome to the Life Preaching Message, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation, a Bible-based instruction to our church members, to equip them to teach and preach wherever they may be. Join us for a life-changing encounter as you listen to this message. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. We thank the Lord for an opportunity to hear His Word. And I believe it will be a great word from the Lord to us. And our lives is not going to be the same. Last week, I shared with you from chapter 70 of this book, Faith Secrets. And the title was, Your Faith Would Manifest the Glory of God in Your Life chapter 70 and I went through so you can try and get a copy if you don't have a copy by now please do your best to have it I indicated through John chapter 11 verse 40 how that Jesus said to Martha said nigh not unto thee if thou believest thou shouldest see the glory of the Lord. And we went through many points that I don't really, I'm not sure whether I'll be able to take you through completely, but I believe the message is still on Facebook. You can get it and listen to it. It's also on podcast. And I brought up some few points in relation to how by faith you can your life would manifest God's glory because you would do the things that natural mind says is not possible what stands between you and the manifestation of the power of God the greatness of God in your life is your natural mind and the natural senses. Faith takes you beyond the natural mind and the natural senses and causes you to walk in a realm that releases God's power into your life. Hallelujah. And I did indicate one important truth that, you know, as Africans, we are not far from the power of God manifesting in our lives because we are a people who actually believe in more than what we see and in more than what we can naturally relate with our physical senses. And therefore, I, I said, if we can believe in ancestors who were defeated by life, does it not make more sense to believe in Jesus who life never defeated him? When he died on the cross, he knew he was going to die. And he said, I have the power to lay down my life and to take it again. Nobody takes it away from me. And therefore, 
is demonstrating the power that was in his life and the power that he had with God because he himself is God with us. Hallelujah. And I believe that the, the Satan will want to deceive us not to receive the gospel that will bless us and that will take us higher by appealing to our natural senses. But you see, as a people, we believe in spiritual things. And if we are going to believe in spiritual things, then let's believe in the, in the highest of spiritual powers. And that is God himself. The Bible says God is a spirit. So our spirituality should direct us straight to God. And, and, and I believe that you would, not, you would not have done yourself a good service as an African if you don't believe in God and believe in Jesus Christ. You get to, you pass out in this life and you discover that you've made a big mistake. So I really want to speak to your heart to believe in God and believe in the way that he has chosen for us to approach him, which is Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Hallelujah. Today, I want to I wanna take us to faith as your mighty weapon. Faith as your mighty weapon with which you will defeat every work of darkness against your life. The Bible tells us in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16, that above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. Let me read another translation and see what it says. It says, in addition to all this, you see, an instruction was given from verse 10, finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might, put on the whole armor that you may be able to withstand the evil day. Now, the New Living Translation says, in addition to all this, Hold up the shield of faith to stop the fairy arrows of the devil. Hold up the shield of faith. That which makes you go beyond the natural. That which makes you go beyond what is seen, which is your faith. Your faith in God even though you cannot see him, your faith in powers that are beyond the visible realm, your belief that they exist and they operate, and your decision to allow it to operate in your life is what is going to make you defeat all satanic attacks arrows against your life. You see, you don't need to live long in this world to understand that Satan's agenda for you is to eliminate you as fast as possible. And where he cannot eliminate you, 
He will want your life to be full of misery, to be full of pain, to be full of sorrow, to be full of frustration, to the point that you would wish you were not born. But thank God, the lover of our souls, the one who created the whole world and so loved us that he came in, him, in, him, in the person of Jesus so that when we believe in Jesus, we receive him as a son of God and we believe in him. We will not perish. We will not, we will not, our lives will not be a life of frustration, meaningless frustration and pain. Meaningless sorrow. Where at the end of the day, we will say vanity or vanity. It's all vanity. No, no. Therefore, for us who have received Jesus and for you who will receive Jesus, through Jesus, you will defeat the works of Satan in your life. Through your faith, you see, Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the Father. So through Jesus, you will be connected properly with God by first of all, receiving forgiveness of your sins. Not only receiving forgiveness of your sins, but also reconciling you to God and bringing to life that which was dead in you, that which made you disconnected to God and therefore open up the channel of communication between you and God and grant you the privilege of entering boldly into the presence, into the throne room of God and to find grace and mercy every time you need it. This is a wonderful and has also through this same Jesus you are recognized not as a stranger but as part of the children of God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we see clearly that through Jesus we have faith in God. We have faith in God and our faith is what will be a mighty weapon that will defeat satanic works in our lives and cause us to achieve and accomplish great things for the Lord. So we are encouraged and we are admonished or advised, instructed to hold up the shield of faith, to hold it up, never to put it down. Taking the shield of faith. The, this NLT says, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Hallelujah. Now, faith is not a weapon for non-Christians. Faith is not a weapon for non-Christian. Non-Christian. Faith in God. Faith in Jesus Christ. Faith in the Holy Spirit. Is not a weapon for non-Christian. And it is very important for your spiritual fights. Because Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 
verse 3 downward says that for though we walk in the flesh in other words though we operate in the natural we do not war after the natural after the flesh for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal the weapons that we have been given are not carnal but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ so by your faith you ward off evil spirits you make declarations and fight in the spirit realm through faith you see through faith you believe and receive what God's word says concerning you and with it you make declarations and whatever Satan comes to tell you you know the truth and therefore you don't yield to Satan's lies you see the demons of hell are hoping that you will not rise up and use your faith they are hoping that you will question you will analyze and rationalize the word of God now what what you see what what Satan does is that he knows that for so long you have existed in the natural realm, in the physical realm and almost if not all your knowledge up until you met Jesus has been by your five senses and and the truth of the matter is that all this knowledge of the five senses are not absolute truth they 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 sometimes give you the wrong conclusion because it is the bible describes satan as the god of this world so he would want you to know what will help his cause against your life so he will tell you if you have this if you have a car if you have a house if you are married if you have children everything will be fine but you just have to live not too long to analyze or to see that all these things are far from the truth but you see when the word of the lord says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions satan would wish that you don't believe it satan would wish that you challenge it so that as long as you don't believe that your life does not consist in the abundance of your possessions he can lead you he can lead you to chase possessions knowing very well that all possessions here are within his reach and at the appropriate time he will he will he will strike it that is why jesus advised us 
in Matthew chapter 16 verse 19 where it says lay not up for yourself treasures here on earth Matthew chapter 6 rather verse 19 it says lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal and you see Jesus is aware that anything you accumulate here on earth every all your life's acquisitions can disappear in one day because it's within the full reach of Satan it's within the full reach of Satan but you see Satan would want you not to believe this truth but to do contrary and then at the end of the day when he gets to attack you then he will tell you that you see I told you that this God you can't trust this God is unreliable but you see a person of faith would believe what Jesus said and therefore would just have the essentials needed for this life and focus rather on where Satan cannot access Satan cannot go there and there lay up their treasures hallelujah Amen. but you see it will only take your faith as a weapon to block the lies of Satan so I believe that we are seeing clearly what faith can do and what faith will do for your life and whatever it will take for your faith to be developed for your faith to be increased for your faith to be strong you are, you better do it because faith it is faith is what will give you the victory over the world faith is what will give you victory over satan jesus had victory over the enemy because he believed god even when he was crying and feeling forsaken, when it was time to exit the world, he said, I may have felt forsaken by you, but I can still trust you to keep my soul or to keep my spirit. So he said, into your hands, I commend my spirit into your hands into your hands i commend my spirit not not i i'm not angry yes i you are forsaking me but i know that it is for a reason it is for a purpose because i know you never forsake your own you never leave your own hallelujah Amen. and so by faith by jesus believing what god has said he went through every stage and everything God wanted him to go through when he became man and dwelt amongst us. He never doubted God at all. But you see, Satan will want you to doubt God based on information that he knows is not the absolute truth. And, and that is why your faith is what will defeat him hallelujah so make sure that your shield of faith is always up and running very shiny and ready to move
instead of questioning and doubting God's word. You must walk in faith and trust in God. If you do not, Satan would have the upper hand. Faith is a real weapon. It comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Hallelujah. Develop your faith by listening to preaching and teaching all the time. Read books God has placed in your hands. They will multiply the word of God in you and increase you. You see, the difference between you, the believer, the one who believes in Jesus Christ, and the one who does not, is faith. The Israelites crossed the Red Sea successfully because they had faith. This was their secret weapon against the Egyptians. The Egyptians also tried to cross, but it didn't work. Hebrews 11:29 By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land which the Egyptians are saying to do, were drowned. Hallelujah. So I believe that it is important for us to have faith. And, And, you know, sometimes we are said, have faith, have faith. And many of us say, how do I have faith? So I believe this morning as we progress, the Lord would guide us in simple step-by-step understanding. I'll try to do in my in simplicity explain the word. But remember that I can only explain up to a point. Many things are spiritual. They are spiritual and we will pray for the Lord by his spirit to impart to our spirit the truth that exists. Because any time somebody receives a truth from God directly into your spirit, I tell you, you are a different person. Hallelujah. Now, up until now, up until now, or let me put it this way, the human being, the human being, is operated by his mind. The human being is operated by his mind. And you can never rise above the way your mind works. You can never rise above your thinking process, your analysis, and your conclusions, and the ways you choose. Whatever, even even in the computer systems, the computer will give you what you put in. So it is said that garbage in, garbage out. So just naturally speaking, just in the natural senses, you can take somebody who is down, 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 down below in every description of human ranking and everything and make take them higher if you can change the way they think by way of knowledge, by way of understanding. The the same person 
is different. Hallelujah. So your mind is a key part of you. Your mind is a very key part of you. your, Your mind actually determines everything. Your mind determines whether you go left, whether you go right, whether you follow God or you don't follow God. You see, we talk about revelation or the things of God are revealed to us or are revealed to us by his spirit and that they are spirit they are they are received not naturally second corinthians chapter 4 verse chapter 2 verse 4 first corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 first corinthians 2 14 i just want to quickly make a point there for you to understand it says but the natural man Receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them. Because they are spiritually discerned. Now, this is what I need. This is what I want to say. That even though we receive the message or whatever truth God wants to give to our lives, by our spirit through the Holy Spirit communing with our spirit it still has to come to the mind it still has to come to the mind for it to be fruitful for it to be beneficial for it to change our lives for it to do what it's meant to do So, it's sad when Christians say or behave like the mind is irrelevant. In fact, the mind actually is the the center from where actions occur. So, to put away your mind is not to do yourself a good service. That is why when the, the, the Holy Spirit coming upon Jesus is mentioned in Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2. You discover that much of it has to do with the mind. Isaiah 11 verse 2. Or you can start from verse 1 which says that and there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse a branch shall grow out of his roots and the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him the spirit of wisdom. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. The application of knowledge to the benefit of the, 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 the person or to, 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 for, for a benefit. Wisdom is knowledge applied. It says, 
the spirit of wisdom and understanding. Understanding has to do with the mind. The spirit of counsel, again, it has to do with the mind. Spirit of knowledge, again, is the mind. And so we see that the mind is very important. The mind is very important. You see, the fact that the fact that the mind has had a tendency to reject God. It's not actually the mind, but it's the influence of Satan that has deceived that person not to analyze things properly. Not to analyze things. Because the Bible says the the invisible things of God are known and they are visible by the things that were created. And that is how come somebody will analyze, scientists will analyze all our universe, how well they are arranged and how a slight shift can cause so much problem and the vastness of the galaxies and all those things and still conclude that there's no God because they don't want to acknowledge that there's God. But if, if they follow the scientific process and the steps they've taken to arrive at where they are now, there's only one conclusion that there must be somebody. There must be a power, whatever you call it. There's a power that is arranging and making all this run and being sustained. Because how can it be that the earth is rotating nicely never stopped kept moving the moon the sun everything is moving and there's so many galaxies and nobody you don't even know where it is turned on or where it's turned off you make a car and you don't say it's from a big bang how how can you how can you therefore say that all these beautiful things and well organized that does not that actually have signs behind them how can you say that there's no god it's only because you don't want to say there's god so you are forced to say there's no god and that is why the bible also has described you as a fool because it is only a fool who can make a conclusion that is different from the evidence on the ground that's why the bible has also described you that it is only a fool who will say in his heart there's no god because everything points to god So, I'm speaking to you that the mind is very important. The mind for a Christian is very important. You know, Paul wrote to the church of Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 4. And starting from verse 17. It says, This I say therefore, and testify in the Lord, that ye henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk, in the vanity of their mind. In the vanity of their mind. Having the understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them 
because of the blindness of their heart who being past feeling have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with great greediness but ye have not learned so have not so learned Christ if so be ye if so be that ye have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness sorry, according to deceitful lust and be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness now I like to always read simpler versions because sometimes the English is, doesn't come out well in the English so NLT I call it English for African congregation verse 17 with the Lord's authority I say this Live, live no longer as the Gentiles do for they are hopelessly confused their minds are full of darkness they wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him they have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, Throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature created to be like God truly righteous and holy. Hallelujah. So we can see clearly here that Paul was speaking to Christians and explaining something to them about the need to switch from one old way of doing things to the new way that has been given to them. But if you check carefully, he was speaking to them about mind renewal. Mind renewal. Now what was the problem? The problem is this. You see, before you meet Christ, remember, your mind has been programmed with information that will only lead to your distraction. That will only lead to uselessness. That information has arrived to your mind through your five senses. Taste, smell, hear, or hearing, seeing, 
and touching. Now, all these senses send information to the brain from where decisions and conclusions are made. So, it labels things as pleasurable. It labels things as bitter. And according to how it makes the body response. So, Paul is saying to them that now that you have met Christ, you don't only or, or you need to renew your mind and not only operate it with the information with which it has operated all this while. Because that information with which it has operated, what it has been made to operate by, is, is made up of information that promotes your lusts, your, your craving, your desires, and deceptions. But when now that you are in Christ, he said you need to let the spirit renew your thoughts. How is the spirit going to renew your thoughts? It's going to renew your thoughts by bringing another dimension of information that was neglected when you didn't have Christ. Because when you didn't have Christ, your spirit is dead. And therefore, you could not communicate or commune with God. Therefore, all that you are being told is from one side, which is Satan talking to you through your flesh. That it, it, it tells you this means that when you have this, this is what it means. And then the lust, the desires, the cravings. So those are the things that have formed you and those are the things that have operated you. And those are the things that have caused you to be moving up and down. So Paul is saying now that now that you have received Christ to change your behavior and to change the way you do things, the mind has to be renewed by the work of the Holy Spirit through your spirit. Now, what happens is that the Holy Spirit brings information to your spirit and then your spirit receiving that information would inform your mind that even though this, your flesh says this, this is actually the case. Hallelujah. So I need to go through a few points with you. This, this morning, as today I believe that I'm teaching quite a lot. And uh, you need to understand this because if you don't understand it, you always, you will even not know what to pray for. And you will not know what changes to bring into your life. So we we're always talking about faith. But I say, how come I don't have faith? So I, I, I believe the Lord by His Spirit is helping me to explain to you some of these basic things. Now, the first thing that I want you to, or that you will need to acknowledge, that you will need to be aware, that you will need to know, is that there are two sources of information. There are two sources. Now, unless this is strongly a pillar of your life and of your mind's working, that there are two, first, there are two sources of information. The information that comes from the devil through your flesh, through the natural senses, that is not absolute. And that 
is that 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 is 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 corrupted with deception because remember that the bible describes satan as a deceiver so whatever satan tells you there's no truth in it and most of the information our senses give us apart from natural physical principles that is pure science which is according to god's creation like gravity when you go up you come down whether you like it or not it's true and that is not an information from the devil it's god's creation is god god is is god's creation and it's god's work he's the one that has deployed forces physical forces in the universe to sustain things so those things are not a lie but satan's information that if you are rich you'll be happy if you get this you will be okay if you can be this this will happen you discover that it's a complete lie it's a total lie if you work hard you'll be rich there are many people who have worked out who are not rich hallelujah so we need to understand that there's a source of information that is gathered by our five senses of which satan has a lot of input then there's another source of information which is actually from god by his spirit the holy spirit his word now it is very important for you to and that that information from god is not received by your five senses it may sometimes be revealed to you in dreams and visions but it's beyond your five senses that's what paul said that the things of god are spiritually discerned they are not they are not naturally discerned they are spiritually discerned by your spirit and that information is real and is true because jesus said i am the way i am the truth i am the life the truth is from god and come to think about it if satan is who he is why should he tell you the truth that jesus is telling us the truth is evidenced by his willingness to die to deliver us somebody once said a god who is willing to die for you can be trusted hallelujah so you first of all as pillars of renewing your mind you need to understand that the information that you get from your five senses is not the only information that is there and that there is an information that is also received by your spirit through the holy spirit and therefore of course in your decisions and everything all these informations must be brought in this is the first pillar that is that the renewal of the mind is to now begin to believe and to put it as part of your life that not all that is there that can be seen that can be felt that can be touched that can be smelt and that can be heard you need to believe that information good the second pillar in renewing your mind is that the things 
that occur in the natural are governed by the things that occur in the invisible world or in the spiritual and that there are worlds there are worlds apart from the natural world where we see things sunlight this this there's a whole world that cannot be seen with the natural eyes there's a whole world of angels of demons and powers that cannot be seen with the natural eyes this is important because unless that is factored into your walk and into your mindset you will neglect areas that you shouldn't neglect hallelujah Amen. you will neglect areas that you should not neglect so this is very important and it's key that there is a world from where actually things occur before it is manifested in the natural that is why when peter received that revelation about who jesus is the response of jesus to peter matthew 16 verse 19 It says, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit on earth will be permitted in heaven. In other words, in other words, if you understand this carefully, of course, Peter was here on earth. Jesus was going to heaven. But he said, from here, whatever you say, by knowing who I am, you have access to heaven. And therefore, whatever you say here on earth, for it to happen, it must happen in heaven. If it doesn't happen in heaven, it will not happen on earth. That's why the Bible says, Who is it that saith a thing and it cometh to pass when the Lord has not said so? The Lord is a spirit. The Lord God is in heaven. And the Bible says, it, Nothing can pass here on earth or nothing can come to pass here on earth unless he has said so in heaven. So you need to believe as a pillar of renewing your mind that there's unseen world the invisible world is the place from where everything occurs therefore whatever you would want to occur here on earth you must link up for it to occur in that realm you must link up you see so if, if this becomes your renewed mind or is a pillar of your renewed mind Certain things will be essential for you. For example, engaging God through prayers will not be something that is forced on you at all. Because you know that unless it is done in heaven, 
It cannot be done here on earth. Hallelujah. So this is very important. I, I don't know whether I have enough time to give you examples and things like that. But it's, it's key. So you need to understand. The first one I said is that you need to understand that there are two sources of information. There are two sources of information. The one from the devil and the one from God. The one from the devil and his agents and the one from God. If you depend on your natural senses, you are going to be misinformed. You are going to be deceived. I think the Bible says in Proverbs that the, the first person to go to speak is always right until the neighbor comes to search the matter to prove that no, what you are saying is not the case. Now, And the second point is that the realm, there is a realm from where everything occurs. And that is the spiritual realm, not the natural realm. Hallelujah. Amen. It's key. It's, it's very important because unless you are aware that this is what happens, it's, it's, it's going to be, unless you are aware, you are going to end up taking decisions trying to change things from the wrong realm. If, if you want a computer to operate differently, you don't just change the keyboards. You have to change the motherboard, the inside, because it is from there that things are interpreted and brought out. In the same way, unless you believe that the realm where things are not seen is actually the place of occurrence of everything, you will never seek to change things from there. That is why you constantly be talking to somebody to change their lives. But you see, the person you are talking to change their lives is being spoken to by demons and controlled, manipulated from an invisible realm. So it's not your talking per se. It is your prayer. It is you also entering that realm by way of prayer, communing with God and commanding demonic forces that are affecting the person that would make the person be free to do what is right. Hallelujah. The third point, which I believe, maybe I'll, I'll hold on to that one, is that the decisions, the reactions of your life be guided by information from the unseen realm i.e. God his word or the Holy Spirit in other words in other words unless you come to a point where your decisions are governed by the word of God And believe that the word of God is more true than all your information that you have according to your senses. Unless you are guided by it, you will always go the wrong way. 
you always discover that you have made the wrong decisions. You have made, you discover that you have reacted wrongly. So in renewing your mind, you have to believe. You see, so this is where your, all this, this is where your belief. If God, Jesus talks about heaven, you must believe and accept and believe that there is heaven. If Jesus talks about prayer, you must believe that prayer is important. So this is where your faith comes in. This is where what you go beyond what is seen into what is not seen. Some people may insult you and say instead of going to do things, you are praying. But I can also tell you that unless the Lord has changed things in your favor, nothing would work with all your hard work. So the third pillar of a renewed mind is a mind that that weighs or that leans heavily on the word of God in decision making, in actions and reactions. Depending on the word of God, depending on the Holy Spirit to inform you. Hallelujah. And I believe with these three pillars, there are more I'm going to continue next week. But I believe that you're going to go far. So when you have to pray, you bring up these issues that Lord help me. Help me to believe or to accept that what you say is the truth. Reveal it to my spirit and let my mind be renewed. You see, there are things that when you pray to God, you don't know how. But once it becomes your desire, it becomes your prayer, God by his spirit is able to do it. Your, your strong belief in the unseen world. And therefore, you don't start from the natural, but you actually start from that place. When you want to start a business, you take it to the Lord in prayer to give you ideas. To show you things you must be careful of. To show you how quick you must move or how slow you must move. All these things. You see, the sense knowledge says you go and see a financial consultant, business this, and go and take a loan and all those things. Listen, listen. The Lord can guide you and teach you to have a successful business. More than whatever business consultant you are talking about. Because the Bible says he teaches our hand to profit. It is he who teaches us to profit. He, he makes our life profitable. Hallelujah. And I believe that we are going to go far as we begin to operate in faith. Which allows us and brings into our mind system of operation the factors that are in the invisible world. Because up until now, our mind has always operated according to the visible world, the senses, the natural senses. But that's not the only source of knowledge. That's very far. You know, there are many things the natural senses confidently would declare that this is the case. But over time, as we discover other things and learn about other things, we discover that what, it, what was presented to us as absolute truth is a complete lie until sometime not too long ago we were told that the earth is flat 
until we went to space and we discovered that the earth is not flat, but it's round. When we were being told the earth is flat, it was presented as a conclusive fact. But when we were able to go to space, it proved that it's not flat. It didn't become round because we went to space. It has always been round. But you see, the natural senses, the sense knowledge will always tell you that it's absolute. There's nothing absolute by the sense knowledge. It keeps on changing and discovering new things. But I believe that your life is going to change as you see clear areas to engage God on in your prayers and in your desires. Say, Lord, let this be prominent in my mind. Let this be prominent. Let this change happen in my mind. As I read your word, open my eyes to behold wondrous truths out of your law that I may be guided by it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And I believe the Lord is going to take us higher. He's going to take you higher. He's taking you higher. Yeah. You shall not be an ignoramus. And you will not be intimidated by the deceptions that is in the world. But by faith, you will speak and declare and make decisions that considers all factors. And I tell you, through the weapon of faith, you are going to ravage Satan's strongholds. You're going to set captives free. Your life is going to flourish with the power of God. You're going to do exploits. You will, do, you will surprise yourself because you believed that all that there is to know is not all that you see. Because you believe that everything originates from the invisible realm. And you believe that the word of God is part of the information that has been given to you and that it is it is absolute it is absolute it's not relative lift up your voice and begin to pray thank you holy spirit thank the lord for this this morning thank you father we thank you we bless you we bless you we bless you Ronidi Kasindiria Kosaturu, Hiababa Sanda, Manda Katura Moshikiri Bando, Murumashikitayababa. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for your word. The simplicity of it, the simplicity of it. Reveal to us, reveal to us your truth, your truth. That you have come to reveal to us what Satan never revealed to us. That heaven and the wealth in beyond the natural world is real. And that is the source from where all things flow. From you comes blessings. From you comes your power. Similarly, from the devil also comes wickedness and evil. But by our faith, who quench every evil that is directed at us. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. As through your word, our lives is governed. Our decisions, our steps, our education in earthly things will not make a fool of us to challenge your word and to despise it. But no matter how high we go in education, 
you will always hold your word, word for it is truth it's absolute it will guide us it will cause us to walk that we may enjoy the blessings the inheritance that we have in Jesus Christ trust lift up your voice as we take this song we want to trust and obey when by our faith we by our faith obedience of the word of God it's absolute inclusion in our lives in our decisions our total submission to your word shall be our portion well we do Thank you, Holy Spirit. He abides with us still, and with all who will trust. He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Trust and I'll sustain you. There is no you shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. Whatever Satan is telling you at this hour, don't believe it. You may not know how, you may not know when, but your God is near. My God is near. His name is Jehovah Jireh. He's our provider. He knows what to do and how to do things for our lives to be what he has declared. With men it is impossible, but with God all things are possible. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. We bless you. Thank you for stability. Thank you for renewed mind. Thank you that from victory unto victory we are moving on. We are no longer walking according to our former conversations. Because of our renewed mind, things are changing. Christ is being formed in us. Your power is being released in our lives. We're walking in love. We're walking and obeying your commandments. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Jesus, trust and obey. May we never be the same. May we never be the same. Holy Spirit, impart to us a strong yearning, a strong desire for spiritual things. As we eat your word, make it alive in us. Cause it to bear much fruit, changing us doing what was said to be impossible. Exposing the deception of Satan which has operated our minds all this while and setting us free. Thank you for a changed mind. Thank you for a renewed mind. We thank you. As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, you want to give your life to Jesus? Jesus is the one who will reveal to you the lies of Satan. He is the light of life. He's the light of my life. He's the light of your life. As you believe in him, so he will be for you. Let us pray this prayer together. Heavenly Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you. 
as I am before you in prayer today, as I'm before you in prayer today, I ask you for forgiveness of my sins. I ask you for forgiveness of my sins. As I receive Jesus Christ. As I receive Jesus Christ. As my Lord and Savior. As my Lord and Savior. I believe in my heart. I believe in my heart. That is your son. Is your son. Who came to die for my sins. Who came to die for my sins. Who rose again on the third day. Who rose again on the third day. Seated at your right hand. Seated at the right hand. I confess him. I confess him as the Lord of my life. As the Lord of my life. From today. From today. I belong to Jesus. I belong to Jesus. I will live for him. I will live for him. And I will serve him. And I will serve him. Jesus. 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 Be the Lord of my life. Be the Lord of my life. As you baptize me with your Holy Spirit. As you baptize me with your Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, thank you for these precious lives. Let them never be the same. In Jesus' name we pray. We believe you've been blessed by this message. To stay connected, follow our LCI social media platforms.